0: Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet, and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio.
1: Well now, here we go again. Another episode of Motorsports Madness, powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life is on right now because you're listening to it welcome to the uh, wsic studio my name is tom baker jacob Seelman, the normal host of this show is on assignment this week he is bowling for chili is what he's doing and he just watched live and in person christopher bell win his heat by five seconds at the chili bowl that's what you get when you start him on the pole with a weak heat I mean, yeah, that's, definitely. You know that I'm, was. Just, I'm shocked.
2: Uh, I'm really shocked. It's like
1: a handicap match <laughs> for crying out loud.
3: I like what you did there. The bell for bell. See, bell I know, for I bell. That yeah. Too.
1: Now, for for those listening, if you hear this, it's because somebody said something silly or got something wrong over the course of the night. We now have a <laughs> bell and a buzzer, so. We're just dangerous here. Um, Seated to my right, welcome back, Noah Lewis.
2: Yes, I'm so glad to be back.
1: Noah, the High Point Hustlers, back together again. Uh, Peter Strada has been back for uh, a couple of shows now, but uh, Noah had not yet uh, gotten moved into High Point University, so he now is back with Peter and in the studio. Randy Miller is off tonight. Well-deserved break and Uh, Jacob Seelman, as we said, is off in Tulsa. James Mellick is in the producer's chair where he excels (laughs) on a twice-weekly basis. So we've got a big show for you tonight. We're going to talk Chili Bowl. We're also going to talk—we've had NASCAR silly season— I think we've got some IndyCar silly season if we get to it. Uh, A lot of stuff going on right now in the uh, motorsports world. The Newswire has been busy. So we'll catch you up on all that. Uh, And we've got a guest, speaking of Chili Bowl, Casey Schmitz, um, California racer, who is running for the first time at the Chili Bowl. He is a rookie. He is going to qualify. This show airs live on Thursday night. He's qualifying tomorrow on Friday. So, Casey is going to join us and talk about uh, his practice that he had on Monday and what it's like to be at the Chili Bowl. And we're going to come back with some um, NASCAR tidbits from the Newswire just as soon as we take a break.
7: Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race
0: Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Hello, welcome back. As we uh, kick things off on Motorsports Madness tonight, presented by the good folks at mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life, we'll talk about them a little later. Uh, my, my name is Tom Baker. Peter Strada is in the studio with me, along with Noah Lewis, and our producer, Jour. James Mellick, we call him Red. Um, we are going to start with some uh, NASCAR news because there's plenty to talk about. We'll uh, we'll get to the Chili Bowl stuff a little later. I don't even know where to start. We've had so much uh, conversation, but I'm going to pick what was my favorite uh, story of the last week in the NASCAR world. Yesterday, it was announced that Kaz Grala, Kaz Grala will race in the Daytona 500 or attempt to with colleague racing of all things. And I'm giving that a bell just cause I can. Um, he is going to run Daytona 63rd annual Daytona 500 and possibly a few other races during the year. I'm sure road course races will be because that's what he does so well. Um, I love two things about this, and I'm going to go around the table and get some feedback from our fellow co-hosts here. But I love two things about this. One, I love that he and Justin Haley are back together. Those two are basically like a comedy team. Um, and so that that's going to just make colleague Racing a blast to follow. But two, I love the fact that Kaz gets a shot At the Cup Series, we thought that he and potentially Anthony Alfredo may wind up full-time in the Xfinity Series with RCR this year after part-time schedules last year. Both of them are in Cup, Alfredo full-time, we'll get to that in a minute, and Kaz Grala uh, part-time, at least for now, with Colleague Racing. I'll start with you, Peter. Your uh, thoughts on this announcement.
3: I love every part of it. Colleg Racing, their first Cup start was the Daytona 500 last year, and I believe Justin Haley finished 13th. So he brought the home car home in basically one piece, ran a very smart race for an upstart team in the Cup Series. And we've seen over the past year or so how strong Colleg has been on the Super Speedways, and Kaz Gralla, he's a past Daytona Truck Series winner, so I think this will be a great combination.
2: Noah! Yeah, Peter, uh, he stole my quote or my stat right there. Youngest Daytona winner at 18 years old in one month. So he has some experience there, and we've seen Kaz hop in different cars and, and really turn out a result. When he got in that three car earlier uh, last year, um, filling in for Austin Dillon, he really he really showed what he had over there on the cup side. So I think it's going to be really cool. I, it came out of nowhere for me. I had no clue this was going to happen, and, and uh, I took it as a surprise, but I'm really pumped for Kaz.
1: I am too. I think this is uh... – a great uh, team for Daytona should be a lot of fun to follow this. And uh, I think there's a good chance. I mean, look, if, if the car is strong, Kaz will get out of it. What it has. He's very good on super speedways, won the truck race at Daytona. Not, um, not afraid to uh, run to the front. If the, if the car is there. So love that announcement. Okay. Next one. Um, well, the announcement today was that, uh, Kiro Financial Technologies will continue their partnership with Front Row Motorsports uh, to be on all three uh, of their teams and drivers for the third consecutive year uh, kind of across the the, the lineup of cars. But um, Anthony Alfredo going to be taking over the seat of the 38 and David Reagan going to run the 36 car at Daytona. So anthony alfredo will be the first to have speedy cash i love the green it's a green car i love it uh speedy cash ford of anthony alfredo will make his debut at the daytona 500 noah your thoughts on um, anthony coming to the cup series
2: yeah firstly you know just to talk about the team front row over there and and what they've been able to do over the last few years um, we've seen them improve a lot they've They were really, really back running a back running team, and then they've they've kind of gotten into a more consistent twentieth type running uh, team. So, it's really cool. It's a cool opportunity for Anthony. I was kind of shocked by that one too because he has not run a full time season in either of the three major series. So to hop right into cup is something that we don't usually see. Um, But nevertheless, if you've got the funding and if you got the he's obviously got the passion. I mean, I don't know anybody that uh, that shows more passion than Anthony Alfredo. So he's obviously got the path, passion. He's got the fan engagement. He's really big on fan engagement on, on Twitch and iRacing and the things that he does. So I think he'll be a fan favorite hopping in, and I, and I hope all
3: the success for him. Peter? Noah took everything I was going to say. Anthony Alfredo's <laughs> a very— we're, we're swapping that right exactly. now. Exactly. He's a young, marketable driver who will bring a lot of youthful optimism to— A team that needs consistency because John Hunter Nemechek, he had a very up and down year last year in that car. So hopefully uh, Alfredo will be the opposite of what Nemechek was toward the latter half of last year.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, again, I I said this on Thursday or last Thursday or Monday, whenever we first talked about this. I think that uh, from a business standpoint, this makes great sense for Anthony, and I think that. Again, because it's front row and because they're not a top team, um, they're, they're basically a mid-tier team, though they're improving. I don't think there's going to be a lot of expectations for Anthony. So it's a nice situation to come into because he's not going to be expected to run top 10 or top 15 out of the box um, or certainly to run for wins. And so anything he does that's a plus is a bonus. So it's going to be hard. You know, it's a pretty easy situation for him to come in and look good, I think, in that sense, and take his time and learn. And that puts him in the Ford family, which is uh, a great place to be. And so this is really, um, again, I think, an interesting um, pairing of driver and team for 2021, and it should be. A lot of fun. The other big uh, announcement driver-wise that we can talk about, we knew this was kind of imminent a while ago. But um, Noah Gregson, now officially, it has been announced, is going to attempt the Daytona 500 with Beard Motorsports. And if you're wondering, who is Beard Motorsports? See, the problem is when Brendan Gaughan drives your car, <laughs> nobody talks about the car owner. Um, so that's, that's the car. It's the 62 car that the uh, Chevy Camaro that Brendan Gaughan uh, has been running. So uh, Noah Gregson going to get the opportunity to run it in the Daytona 500. And so, again, we have a, a driver who is uh, full-time in the Xfinity Series going into year three. This year, three for him in Xfinity already? Wow. Um, going into his third year with junior motorsports in Xfinity, but uh, gets the chance to run Daytona. Um, what do you think, Noah?
2: I think it's really cool. It's a great opportunity for Noah Gregson to hop into the cup side of things and, and kind of put his feet in the water. Maybe he won't make the 500, but hopefully he will. And uh, and it makes all the sense in the world that Brendan Gaughan called on him, another Las Vegas native over there. So um yeah that's Good right point. so uh you know Noah had a media availability today where he talked about that and he said his his jaw hit the floor and he told him to stop playing with him because he didn't think it was real at first but uh but a very cool opportunity for for another driver that's very big with fans fan engagement and and doing things like that and he's constantly improved after trucks um in his years and then within Xfinity and I think uh, a cup start is uh is bound to happen and I think
8: it will I was just going to throw out there, though, that Beard has an alliance with RCR. That's where it's been in the past. That's where they've got all their cars, bodies, and all that was an RCR alliance. And the
2: start of a relationship is really good for Noah because the room in the inn at Hendrick Motorsports is filled up.
1: Yes, maybe for a good while, too. Peter, have you got any original thought here, or are you just going to echo Noah's sentiments again? Yeah.
3: I'll try and be original for one segment. It's cool how <laughs> Greg Sain's first Xfinity win was last year at Daytona, his dominating performance in that race, and he'll get to celebrate the one-year anniversary of that, hopefully by starting his engine for his cup debut in the Daytona 500. So wishing all the best for him in the 62 car uh, next month comes Speed Week, and... You've seen that car up front in contention at Super Speedway races a lot with Brendan Gone, hoping for a similar result if not better with
1: Craxton. I think this is, this could be a surprise at Daytona because the 62 oh, yeah. car is capable of running well. I mean, oh, there's yeah. no um, this is not a backmarker car by any stretch of the imagination. They focus
2: so, solely on those plate cars, right. Or those uh, Super Speedways yep. for a reason.
1: So that's what I'm saying. I think uh, Noah definitely has an opportunity here uh, to make a statement. Go uh, At the Daytona 500 If he can get in the race I think he has a chance to run up front We will be back with more of the show After this word
9: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park Phone call, milkshake, play catch Picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh Talk, read a story, tell a story Bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight Cut loose, stay tight (sighs) Because the smallest moments Can have the biggest impact on a child's life
4: Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
10: You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car.
0: Hi, this is Tyler Ankrum, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Tyler Ankrum getting set for what is season three for him in the NASCAR Camping? Well, really, it's actually season one for him in the NASCAR Camping World. Or wait a minute, was it Camping World his first year? Uh no, it's still Gander. Okay. Uh, that's right, because it went from gander to gander in RV yes. outdoor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> they added more. So, this is Tyler's first season the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Sponsors changed thank uh, every year. But, um, yeah, thank goodness it's back. I agree. Um, but it will be his third year of competition, obviously, in the series and uh, second year with GMS. And we uh, continue to talk about NASCAR and changes and things going on and. Um, this isn't a driver change, but it is a paint scheme change. And I can still say paint scheme for this team because they're one of the few teams in NASCAR. I think that still actually does paint the cars instead of wrapping them. Um, brand new Exalta scheme for William Byron in 2021. Um, Peter Strada, what do you think of this old new look?
3: I love it, but I also hate it because the iconic Exalta Twenty Four Flame scheme that Byron's run the past couple of years is just the last Sam Bass design left on track. And seeing at least one Sam Bass car left on track just felt right. And I wanted to see Byron win in that car so bad. Just like Alex Bowman got his first win in a Sam Bass design Exalta car. But taking that away, I do the scheme is kind of growing on me. It kind of reminds me of the Penske PPG scheme with all the different colored streaks on it.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I, I felt that maybe it was time for the 24 to have a new scheme. I was hoping that they'd stay with the Flames. I really liked that white uh, patriotic scheme they ran in Daytona. Um, so I was hoping maybe around that area. When I saw the scheme initially, I'll tell you, I was not very, didn't like it at all, actually. Um, I, it wasn't at all what I was expecting. And uh, and I still, I still don't know how I feel about it. It's growing on me. I will say they, they put out a video shortly after Adam Stern released the rendering, and, and the video um, showed it a little better, of course. You could actually see the paint on the car, and I I did like that better than than just the little rendering photo, but um, it's going to take some time to grow on me, and again, I've, lo- I've been an avid supporter of the flames. I love the Exalta flames, so but the the message behind it a new rainbow warrior era um they didn't just copy jeff gordon's old scheme it's a design in itself that kind of favors it and i do like that concept
1: james you got a, a, a no no opinion for james I is haven't not seen it. weighing oh yeah, i haven't oh. seen it well, you, i haven't seen it yet you, you you've been uh you've been sleep tweeting apparently uh, Yeah, unless. yeah okay yeah, so, i haven't uh, um, i haven't seen the
8: scheme yet to be able to throw any input out on that one
1: okay i'm going to be that guy that's my opinion of it. Um I am just not a fan. I I I I mean it's okay. It's I As as who was the who is the Randy Jackson? Yeah, it's it's just i for me. Um I just uh I don't know. It 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 looks to me it feels sort of crannish.
2: Yeah, you that's know, exactly it, what you yeah, said. That was my quote. It's
1: like it feels like somebody drew this in like middle school or something. I, I, I
2: actually, my initial comment on the scheme was, it looks like one of those one-off races where a driver's kid designs yeah. the car. That's what it looks that's like. That's exactly what I <laughs> thought. Looks like too. a Crayola sponsorship. Yes, yeah. I yeah. just,
1: I don't, I don't feel like it's very high quality like exalta should be if mm-hmm. you're going for a like a kid's look they nailed it but i don't know that that's what they were doing i'm, I'm just not you, uh, just not a big fan do you
2: of have a take on it now that you've seen it
8: uh it's unique for sure yeah um <laughs> this miss, is I this is red car, ruffling yeah i haven't seen a car like that i don't think there's ever been one out on track that's looked like that so it's definitely a unique car you uh, won't miss it oh i
1: don't know the no. cartoon network uh <laughs> yeah that car <laughs> yeah. had a but lot again, into it yeah I, it's you know it, I mean? It's unique,
8: it's the- and I think it's going to draw attention, and I think people will pay attention to it for sure. So I well, think, you can't miss it. <laughs> I think the, the design, I think, yeah, I think what they went for was to get attention, and I think they got that with that. So I think it's going to look good on track.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. All those, it
8: may look
3: cool under the lights. All those, I was just going to say, all those neon colors will definitely pop under the lights mm-hmm. if it runs at Bristol or Daytona or yeah. whatever night race.
8: I think it'll look good under I mean, I just think it'll look good.
1: Um, Kurt <laughs> Bush going to participate in a next-gen test update um, on, on uh, Tuesday. Twos- well, no, that was did... actually this past Tuesday. No, I say he um, did it Tuesday. And uh, competition officials said they were pleased with the outcome of a brief Tuesday afternoon test at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So I apparently they're getting it more the way they want it, more dialed in. Um, I think Kurt Busch is the perfect driver for this.
3: He really is because of how talented he is, all the different cars he's raced. Heck, he's even run IndyCar and finished sixth in the Indy 500. So he's a very talented, just all-around driver, a great wheelman, and for testing the next generation of car, I think Kurt Busch, a veteran, a past champion, future Hall of Famer, he's one of the guys you definitely want. Very, very
1: specific in detail with his feedback, too, Noah.
2: Yeah, I mean, Kurt's that kind of guy. He's going to tell you what it's like. And like you said, he's one of the best to, to hop in a test car because he's been in so many different um, types of cars, whether it be a midfield runner for a little while or a front pack runner. So on a car that's going to be uh, something that should universally feel good for all teams, that's the goal. Um, I think Kurt, Kurt Bush is your man to uh, to go out there and tell you what it feels like.
8: Yeah, I agree with you for sure on that one. Uh, I think Kurt's a great person to put into that seat because he's drove the old cars, Mm -hmm. which is what the drivers wanted to put back in there. They wanted it to be more of a driver's kind of race car. They wanted the driver to have to drive it. Uh, They wanted to try to not make it so much um, body-specific and all that. And I think that Kurt being behind the wheel, being able to drive the older car and get in this one is going to put back the driver uh, in the racing of it.
2: Not to mention we know Kurt has zero filter. He will tell you exactly <laughs> how that car feels. Yeah, but I
1: think he's learned to filter his filter.
2: Well, sure. A little but bit
1: as he's gotten older. I, yes, yeah. but yeah.
2: still, he is Kurt Busch. Well, Getting yes. married, I think, helped that. <laughs> yeah. He is my family. For sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, again, a sponsor announcement. Reese's Fine Foods, swapping cars in the uh, Joe Gibbs stable, going from the 20 car to... Martin Truex is number 19 Toyota Camry for four races and will be an associate partner on that car for the rest of the season. So, uh, Martin Truex gains a sponsor, and I guess Chris Bell had plenty. So, um, you know, Truex, uh, they, they put, uh, put it over there. And then the potato Bubba,
2: salad car. Yeah, yeah. potato
1: salad, <laughs> exactly. Um, That's the
3: entire paint scheme. Just a
2: picture of potato salad.
1: Is, yeah. <laughs> um, Bubba Wallace announcing uh, or debuting the DoorDash paint scheme for uh, 2021 as well. One of Bubba's numerous uh, sponsors that he will have throughout the upcoming season and Kohler Generators joining Roush Fenway, brand new sponsor for them. Good to see them getting another sponsor for the number six Ford, um, that's going to be an anchor partnership too. Yeah, and I believe that was a
2: a deal that fell through, correct? Uh, When COVID hit, that deal was supposed to start last year, and it fell through. So very good that the company is financially recovered enough to hop on board and, and that Roush can continue work with them.
1: You don't think uh, Ryan Newman's going to sort of have in the back of his mind that maybe Daytona owes him one, do you, uh, Peter?
3: I think Super Speedways recently have owed Newman a couple. He's been up close and up late in contention at Talladega a couple times and certainly at Daytona last year. He was about 100 yards from a second Harley J. Earl trophy. So I think that both Roush cars were up front last year, and I think both will be up front again this year. I'm a sucker for an underdog story. Or yeah, a, comeback, that, a comeback story. I was going to say, I don't yeah, know comeback, how much of an underdog
1: at, at Daytona, anyway, that Ryan is. But it certainly would be a great a comeback, uh, yeah. yeah, great comeback, uh, redemption kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> last but surely not least, at least not to Chase and Hendrick Motorsports, Adrenaline Shock will be on the number 9 Chevrolet Camaro for two races. That's Dos, if you're Spanish. Um, it, in the 2021 season, this, I think, is... Kind of a, I think a personal services sort of thing with Chase, but also now on the car. Um, I think they were part of part of the the whole deal last year in some sort of way, and now um, making it official with a couple of uh, paint schemes. And I do like the colors. That that's uh, mm-hmm. it's a nice looking car. So um, good to see some new sponsorships and new drivers and new places. Uh, we've had some other stuff too. Uh, that we can talk about, I think probably the biggest one, um, the announcement that um, the uh, BJ McCloud announcement with Mason Massey coming back for 12 races, and then uh, the announcement that Sam Hunt Racing has um, made a deal with Santino Ferrucci to run a number of Xfinity races over there. Brandon Godovic also a part of that which is really a surprise to me, to be honest. But uh, that's going to be interesting. And Miguel Paluto, driving three road course races for junior motorsports. I, I think the last time I saw Miguel Paluto in a, in a stock car, I think I actually had hair. <laughs> I, I, he hasn't run in a long, long time. I think like eight or ten years or something like that. I
8: think like the that. last time he was in a vehicle was when he was a turner in a truck.
1: I yeah, believe. 2013. Yeah, yeah, he was, I was in a, truck say, a yeah, turn. About eight years. Yeah, yeah. I think that's when yeah. the last time he was in a yeah. NASCAR vehicle. So of of all people, that wouldn't have been the the driver I would have suspected yeah. might have run road course races. But he he was good before, so we'll see if he's still good now. I guess yeah, uh, he, he went back over to Brazil and he
8: got into some uh, driving. A, I think it was a Porsche or something like that okay. with Brant on it. So he had a partnership with Brandt, mm-hmm. and he stayed with Justin Allgaier and all those guys in a good friendship. So ah. I think that's how something there went for him.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so that's uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, Vinnie Miller coming back to B.J. McLeod for uh, at least three races in 2021. The Snake Tamer, Vinnie Miller, <laughs> and uh, Chris Wright uh, will run a few road course races for Sam Hunt Racing, I guess, in that whole sort of mix of drivers that sam's got uh, so and bj mccloud uh, again a, a bunch of different announcements over the last week or so we've got more to come we'll be back to talk about it
9: around the corner how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight Whew
11: Pass it on from the foundation for a better life at values.com.
3: I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio.
9: Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back, Motorsports Band. This presented by mycomputercareer.edu continues for another week and uh, appreciate all of you listening, whether you are listening to us live uh, or whether you're picking us up on one of our affiliate stations or networks, or whether you're listening to us via our um live or our streaming podcast. Uh, if you want to do that, by the way, we do five different shows in the uh, race chaser lineup, each a little bit different in its style and what it covers from motorsports from grassroots to the top level. So uh, all you need to do, whatever podcast platform you like, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, any of those we're on most all of them. Now uh, just do this, go to whatever platform you like, search race chaser radio race chaser radio and hit the uh, follow button and you'll always know turn your notifications on you'll always know when we upload a brand new show you'll never miss a race chaser show and we appreciate your support okay we are talking nascar and we've been through cup and xfinity let's talk some trucks here the season is getting close in a hurry i think Probably the biggest story, and I'll be honest, I don't even really want to spend a lot of time on this because it just feels to me like we're, we seem to be doing this way too often lately. Um, there are more NASCAR drivers getting penalized for what they say on video games than they are um, you know, are on the track. Uh, Haley Deegan had to apologize for an inappropriate use of slang during an iRacing event, and uh, NASCAR is now... Um, asking her, not really, telling her that you have to go through sensitivity training. I was trying to find the right word. Um, I, I didn't want to say demanding. Um, but uh, NASCAR is putting her through sensitivity training um, for her uh, slang. Does anybody even want to comment on this?
2: Well, you know, I, I do want to say. Um, Haley is young, all right, and, and, she, and she obviously she has uh, this platform now, and she has so many people watching. And in the society we live in, everyone watches and waits for you to mess up because that's— That's, that's
1: exactly what the, what yeah. happens.
2: Um, and so this is another case where— Way too hypersensitive. Correct. And so—but um, she has to understand that that is how it is. That's also correct. And so, um, so look— nascar um they did this obviously because it blew up it went very viral and, and they felt they needed to address it and it's not all bad that they ha- they are putting her through this she is like i said she's young she's just getting into the truck series i think this is the best time in her career that she should maybe go through this sensitivity training and become more aware this is the first time she's had to put out a statement uh, apology from the teams that they they've You know, told her she needed to do that. So I think this is a a big learning experience for Haley to really think before she says anything, because that's a big that's it's huge in this in this industry and every industry now, um, especially with the with how sensitive everything is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be good for her. I think she'll learn a lot from it. And I think hope and I hope she'll take a lot from it because um, that will certainly help her a lot as she continues down this road of,
3: of NASCAR racing. I think this will be a very valuable lesson to her and hopefully she can put this all this one episode behind her and hit the track in Daytona and be a contender right off the bat cuz she finished so strongly in the ARCA race there a season ago.
1: Yeah, um you know, and I agree with everything both of you said. I mean, I don't I wasn't suggesting we minimize the importance of the uh situation, but just sure. to say that we we seem to talk about this all too often and mm-hmm. it's always kind of the same comments just Insert driver and insert inappropriate word. Um, so again, I agree. I think, uh, well, Haley also comes from she has a background of off road style mm-hmm. racing, which is not nearly as um scrutinized and uh, it's a little bit more sort of uh rough and tumble. Right. And you know, yeah, so um, you know, she's got to learn her way around. The NASCAR um, landscape a little bit.
2: Yeah, and not to mention, this is no fault of her own. This is just her upbringing. But she was brought up with uh, with a parent that was in the spotlight, you <laughs> know, you know. So, yes, she so was. she wasn't brought up, um, you know, a normal. old- And she's
1: got a brother that's in the spotlight too. Right. I mean, again, exactly. the Negan family is. And and, and look, I mean. It is what it is. They're known for being sort of cocky and in your face and, and, you know, gregarious. And um, what is the the little brother's – what do they call him? um, Danger Boy. Danger Boy, yes. Danger Boy Deegan. It's like, uh, okay.
2: It's their brand almost. So, you know, know, she's
1: got to learn that in in, in the NASCAR world, yeah, Yeah. this is all about corporations and sponsors and, you know, being professional and you have to – uh, kind of learn where the boundaries are, and she will. Um, Jake Griffin to run some dirt track races for you. Brothers, that's uh, interesting to me, anyway. Spencer Boyd adds credit repair company, credit MRI, to his lineup of 2021 sponsors. NASCAR should hire that boy to,
8: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, that kid, uh, as good as he is and you know, in a race car, when he gets a car that's capable of winning. He runs it up front and wins with it as good as Spencer could be as a racer. He is an amazing um, marketing person and and brand builder for himself does a great job, works really hard at it. Happy to see another sharp looking truck too. Um, And here's the other big one. Raphael Assard, now a full-time truck series schedule this year with GMS racing. It was part-time until it wasn't now it's full-time. Um, So uh, that didn't take too long, Peter.
3: No, it didn't. And GMS was by far the team to beat in the Truck Series this year. And with them doubling down on even more full-time teams for 2021, that doesn't show any signs of slowing down because they're just one of several Truck Series teams who are completely modifying their lineup for this year. You got Kyle Busch Motorsports, you got Nice, and we still don't even know what Thor Sport is doing. So I think we'll have a lot of playoff-caliber trucks and a lot of trucks who can truly contend for this championship.
2: Yeah, I know we just went back to the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, but I think that next year we'll have to go to the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series presented by GMS Racing <laughs> <laughs> because I mean they keep adding trucks and drivers like it's nothing, man. So, uh, but they're they're good. They've stayed good. Every truck that they've added or driver they brought in, they've stayed consistently good. I mean they had three trucks in the in the Championship Four hunt this year and. And uh, and came out victorious on that side with Sheldon Creed. So, it's really it's a great opportunity. It's a great team for for these young people and young guys to to hop in the trucks and uh, and and put on what they got because it's it's a lot. There's a lot of seats and opportunities over there. So, very cool for Rafael Desard.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for him too. And I I think that again, being a, look racing for Kyle Busch Motorsports. I don't care who you are or how you s- slice it. There's a lot of pressure there because mm-hmm. um, Kyle puts it there. And, um, you know, I think Raphael came in very green last year. Um, I thought he looked really good at times. I thought he got better as the year went on. I think you go to GMS, you get a bunch of other really uh, hungry and uh, aggressive young racers to be teamed with. And I think Raphael has a chance to kind of make last year pay off this year with uh with GMS Racing and I think he would have actually been just as well off if he'd stayed with Kyle but I think GMS obviously gives him an opportunity to uh have a good sophomore season.
2: Yeah, and let's be honest. I mean, if you were to ask me where what the best truck team was or where the best place to be was uh 4 years ago, it would have been hands-down Kyle Busch Motorsports. I mean, they were the class of the field. But I think he's getting an upgrade here at GMS. I mean, GMS has been the class of the field, and we've seen Kyle Busch Motorsports, you know, some, in a a way, kind of fall back from their dominance that they once had. Um, And now Rudy Fugel is not even a part of the organization. That was their backbone crew chief of, of championships. So... Um, I, think, I think he's in a better position going over to GMS and having so many people working on those trucks and seeing how successful they all are. I think
3: it'll be good for him. I really think what brought KBM back down to earth with the rest of the truck series teams was the series going to the Ilmore spec yes. motor yeah. because yep. they had such an advantage with TRD engineering, TRD development, and the Toyota spec engine, and now all that's gone. And we see even Kyle Busch when he opts in the trucks. He doesn't win every race. There's Just still
1: issues. Numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, instead of all five every year, he wins like four. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah, yeah. laughs> he's you know, down to four. He is um, still Kyle Busch. He is still day. Kyle Busch. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and again, too, I think you know Kyle himself needs to needs to be able to be honest about where where things are. I mean, and and he's got John Hunter Nemechek, who we know can win in trucks, driving full time form this year, and he's got uh, Chandler Smith, who I honestly believe is a championship caliber driver. If you'd get zero wins out of KBM mm-hmm. in trucks that aren't numbered 51 this year, then it's not the drivers. It's yeah. it oh, you yeah. know, it's uh
2: I think that's one of the big biggest reasons they brought down John Hunter is just to have someone that knows what they're doing or that have has won, you know. And, yeah.
1: Well, I think John Hunter I don't know It may have been a combination, but I think some of that may have been John Hunter just wanting to kind of find a a different situation. I think he may have felt like after running the year for Front Row that, you know, I need to take a step back in order to take a step forward. And, you know, it's kind of one of those, uh, you know, serendipitous confluence things where, you know, the the two situations kind of existed Mm -hmm. at the same time. So, you know, oh, yeah, well, come over here and drive my truck, you know, so – it's um, I think it's an interesting um, pairing for sure. And and in theory, it should be a championship caliber pairing. But again, we just haven't seen enough out of Kyle's other two trucks the last couple of years to be able to, uh, I think, make John Hunter a championship contender. Or at least I wouldn't if I were um, if I were picking the final four right now, I wouldn't put John Hunter in it. I'd put John Hunter in the
3: final A, but final four, flip a coin. I'm not sold either way. I think he's capable of getting two, maybe three wins, but I think short of four, five, six wins, given the equipment he's in and a championship four run, if not a championship this season, would be a letdown.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. This The, the Truck series issue is going to look a little different. We don't know. You, you said this before, I think, Peter. We don't know what uh, is going to be done yet in ohio at thorsport there's been no announcements whatsoever about that situation i've heard things but i don't know exactly what's going on i know from what i've heard there's only one ford backed truck series development team this year so th- that you would think would mean that perhaps Thor Sport would be rebranded again.
2: Yeah, because DGR.
1: But uh, Toyota or Chevy, who knows? You know, it's uh, it's interesting. So we'll have to see what uh, what happens at Thor Sport and see if we can get an update before next week's show on that. But uh, certainly that's a team that's always been a championship contending team, at least with one or two of their trucks every year. And again, just uh, absolute silence. So I think right now, if you're looking at the truck series, obviously, GMS is your favorite right now. And I think, you know, you got five full-time trucks. I don't believe Rafael Assard makes the final four. Um, but do I think it is possible for them to sweep and go and get all the other guys in? <laughs> Well, maybe. Who knows? I mean, um, that's what they would want, obviously. But the Truck Series, uh, again, certainly going to look a little different this year. Um, We've got more to talk about. We're going to kind of hit some Chili Bowl highlights as we uh, get down the road on the program here. And then, of course, at uh, uh, the top of the hours, we record this live. We're going to have our featured driver phone interview for the week, and That is with Chili Bowl rookie Casey Schmitz out of California. So we'll be back with more of the show right after this. Welcome back. Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu continues Chili Bowl flip count. Again, this is Chili Bowl week. For those of you um, that may be listening to this show over the weekend, if you're getting it on Saturday, um, the Chili Bowl A-Main, obviously, going to be Saturday night. And, oh, by the way, you can watch it for free There are ways to do that that we'll talk about uh, as we get a little further into the show.
8: Have we heard of our show host extraordinaire? That would be be Jacob Seelman,
1: pre-host of that. (laughs) Have Um, we heard yet? Well, um, what what you're talking about is the pre-Chili Bowl show at like 6:30 Saturday. I don't know for sure, but Speed Sport uh, TV on MAV TV is going to be hosting a. I think it's 6:30 Eastern uh like a a pre race pre race kind of show, and then um uh but again, you can actually watch the Chili Bowl a for free We'll get to that but the they have a flip count because we get so many flips during the uh week of of chili Bowl qualifying and uh then Saturday night, and it's at thirty two right now they just had one. Um, a, a few minutes ago. Okay. Mycomputercareer.edu. Want to say thank you to them. If you are looking for a new job or a first job, a new career, a first career, change a career, My Computer Career might be your answer. IT training. It is a huge industry. They need many, many more qualified people. Here's all this takes. Go to edu and check out their career evaluation. Once you take the career evaluation test, then you can decide if maybe IT is for you. If you decide to pursue a career, it's one to two days a week online, that's it. And in as little as four to six months, you could be on your way to a brand new career. They have financial aid available if you are eligible, including the GI Bill. And when you're ready to go out in the workforce, They work with hundreds of employers to get you placed. There is nothing to lose and everything to gain. My Computer Career, it is not rocket science. You don't need to be a math and science whiz or a computer whiz. Just give them a look. MyComputerCareer.edu is training for a better life, and we will be back with more Motorsports Madness right around the turn.
11: Here's an important message from Rad and this station.
10: You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit stopbullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council.
4: You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For 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 less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun. Go fast and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it.
3: Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome
1: back. Motorsports Madness rolls on. Just a quick little recap of the Chili Bowl week so far. Uh, On Monday night, Cannon McIntosh got the uh, feature win and put himself into the A on Saturday for Keith Coons Motorsports. On Tuesday night, a shocking event occurred. Kyle Larson won. Um, Not really shocking, but uh, Kyle did win. And uh, so Kyle is is good to go for Saturday. And then last night, Rico Abreu picking up the uh, win. And tonight, of course, Chris Bell's running. So (laughs) what are the chances Chris Bell does not win tonight's uh, qualifying night?
3: Yeah, I mean, all three of the guys you just mentioned, Larson, Abraham, Bell are favorites for the A-Main win on Saturday night. So, of course, they're favorites in their qualifying heats.
1: Yeah, so uh, that's that's a quick recap of the Chili Bowl. We're going to obviously have uh, our special guest coming up here in just a few minutes, who is making his first attempt at qualifying for the Chili Bowl, Casey Schmitz, out of California. And uh, he's qualifying tomorrow night. We had Jesse Love on last Thursday, and Jesse also going to qualify tomorrow for the first time. And uh, Jesse, I think... Um, Jesse turned 16 today, actually. Today is his birthday. Um, So sweet 16 for Jesse. And he's just uh, over the moon that he gets to go attempt to to make the Chili Bowl. And he's in a Keith Coons car. So, you know, we don't want to sell him short. But it's very difficult, especially as young as he is, to come in and and uh make a big splash and compete against the best of the best No.
2: Yeah, but what a birthday present. Yeah. What, a, what a nice 16. Happy I mean, he will never Yeah, he'll never forget this one. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. So, very happy birthday.
1: 16 just in the nick of time to go uh qualify for the Chili Bowl tomorrow. And so we'll uh we'll be talking to one of the guys trying to beat him uh tomorrow, Casey Schmitz, when uh, we come back around the corner and uh we've also got Uh, A little bit of uh, IndyCar conversation to have as well before this show is over. So we hope you're enjoying Motorsports Madness. We are inside the WSIC studio in Statesville, North Carolina on a Thursday night as we record this. And we are excited about our feature guest upcoming. Casey Schmitz will be joining us when we come back right around the turn. You're
4: listening to Motorsports Madness That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening
2: to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: We back. Motorsports Madness is back. uh, presented by my computer career. Edu. I want to also thank the good folks from VictoryCustomTrailers.com. They are based out of Michigan, but they'll sell you a trailer and ship it anywhere you'd like, even outside the U.S. No problem. Go to their website, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. They have a button right on the website where you can design your own custom trailer. Or you can choose from one of over 200 that they have in stock. New and used all types of uh, manufacturers and all types of applications. It does not have to be a motorsports trailer. They have everything you can think of um, that you pull. So, um, again, VictoryCustomTrailers.com. And quick bit of, I don't want to call it breaking, let's say breaking information. I don't want to call it news just yet. Ty Dillon in the mix to potentially drive the races for Gaunt Brothers Racing this year. This, according to Bob Pockris uh, from Fox, uh, also some chatter that he could run the Bush Clash for twenty three eleven racing because he won a stage, <laughs> so he gets to run the Clash, I guess. Um, but uh, both Gone and twenty three eleven told Pokras this week when he inquired that they had nothing to announce. So it's breaking information. We don't, we don't want to call it news because it's really just a rumor.
3: Well, on the Ty Dillon front, any information, news, whatever, what have you, is better than nothing because yes. Adam Stern was on our show Monday, and I asked him. He said there was no news to report on Ty Dillon. So hearing rumblings, hearing rumors is better than nothing that we had on Monday. Yes.
2: And um, you you know that 2311 wants to uh, to get in and, and test their cars out, uh, first race of the year, a little yep. not-for-points-anything, so throw Ty Dillon in the seat, let him run with it.
1: Well, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Interesting. We can talk more about that later. We go to the phone line. We welcome in our special guest for the evening. And uh, he is a driver from California who is competing in his first Chili Bowl. Um, And I know he's got to be excited. Casey Schmitz joins the program casey first of all welcome to motorsports madness we're happy to have you here i know you got a little bit of practice time on monday um but it's thursday night at about 805 eastern time as we uh kind of do this show live and record it um you have got to be on pins and needles right now i would imagine
7: yeah you know i'm feeling pretty good i've done a lot of studying this week i'm kind of glad we're racing later in the later in the week so i can do some watching and watch some good friends that i've had in the past race and you know get pointers and just a lot of studying for me this week
1: talk a little bit about your background for those who aren't familiar with you
7: uh I'm, i mean uh, i run outlaw karts in california i know they run them out there at Millbridge, where you guys are from and Absolutely. i've done a lot of that race yeah i've done a lot of that race and the last six years i used to ride a little bit of dirt bikes and finally it was time to get into something a little safer so (laughs) being 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 strapped into one of those things compared to flying in the air uh, i adapted very fast and here i am today racing the chili bowl i never thought this dream would ever come true but you know you watch you watch it online you know it's something you always want to go to you want to watch as a fan it's my first time ever being here and i'm lucky enough to be racing
1: well, it's definitely a great opportunity for you, and uh, I'm I'm curious, kind of how exactly how all of this came together. Uh, who are you racing for? Talk a little bit about how uh, that that happened for you to uh, be at the Chili Bowl this year.
7: You know, I uh, like I said, I've been I've very very progressed in the last you know probably two and a half three years. I was always you know I could stand on the gas and. I was fast, but it was keeping all the laps together that really came to me the last two and a half to three years. You know, keeping it out of the wall or, you know, winning, being consistent, being a respectful driver and having kids look up to me, me helping kids. And this last year, I have got into a uh, an outlaw car ride with a longtime historic Sprint car owner, uh, Clyde Lamar, with Tri-C Machine. Yeah. And that has gave me some recognition, and we've won quite a few races, we're doing very well, and we're a very good team. And I got a call a few months ago, and Clint Wilson at Mountain Motorsports and said, Hey, I've been watching you a lot. You know, you've progressed a lot. You're really respectful out there. You're kind of the class of the field, and how would you like to run the Chili Bowl? And I, I didn't know what to say. Honestly, I was kind of in shock yes. you know, at the moment. I, I'm just living <laughs> for the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You never think. You never think. You never think it's something that'll happen, but it happened. And
1: uh, here I am. There's only one thing to say. Yes, that's what you yeah, say. Well, <laughs> yeah. I
7: was. I was. I was a little hesitant because you know, coming into this big of a stage, never getting to run one of these before. Never even firing one up. Yeah, I've, I've hot-lapped a sprint car, you know. So I told him, yes, I would I would love to run the Chili Bowl, but I'd like to get some laps first if that's possible. And it just so happened to work out that we had an off weekend because at home we race every weekend. You know, there might be a couple weeks we take take off, but mostly there's racing every single weekend. So we ended up going to uh, he hauled out of here from Tulsa. Where the team's based out of that I'm racing for this weekend, and went to Arizona and we got three nights there. I got a practice night and then two nights of racing back to back for my first time.
3: Casey, you grew up racing at Cycleland Speedway, which is a true hotbed for racing talent in California. We've seen guys like Kyle Larson race there, Rico Abreu. The list goes on and on. Which driver was your inspiration in your early racing career there at Cycleland?
7: You know, that would probably have to be a tough one. Pistol Pete Johnson's been a big icon to me. I don't know if you guys oh, wow. have ever heard of him. I have. He's a madman in a go-kart. Interesting. He, he is. He's a madman. You know, Kyle and all this, Rico, I, I they're more of a – I got along with them. We were friends. But now they come back to race and they're competitors, so – I mean, he's done, they've done really well for themselves. And I'd love to do very well for myself and be successful like them guys.
2: Yeah, and you said something about uh, in an interview earlier this week that um, you think you'll be able to attack Tulsa a little more than, than what you did there at Arizona. How how much does that suit your driving style better?
7: You know, it, it's a little bit smaller quarters of racing. That's a little bit more what I'm used to. You know, in those go-karts, we don't go to no big half miles, you know what I mean? That was a pretty big track for me to go to and fill the speed for the first time because it took me, you know, by the time I was over the speed compared to my go-kart, you know what I mean? I was going 120, 125 mile an hour getting into the corner. So from going to the transition with shocks, and suspension, by the time I was over the speed factor, it was, you know, okay, now I need to learn how to, I need to be better here. I need to drag the brake here. I need to be more throttle here. So it was a big learning curve for me. So I think that here will be a lot better for me. I felt very well in practice, and I'm just hoping to be successful, you know what I mean?
1: So we got about a minute. I want to know what your impressions were from practice. You know, after you practice, talk about uh, how that went compared to how you were expecting it to go in about a minute. I expected it to...
7: a little shaky for the first half but you know that small of a track it was was, we adapted very fast you know what i mean i wasn't going there's no speed here i mean there's some speed but it's not like arizona so i was able to attack a little bit better and i learned that the berm is a lot bigger here than it looks on tv (laughs) those guys make it look easy when they roll that berm with the right rear like that and the bottom
1: there, there was some conversation about that I saw on Twitter earlier today. I think last night they kind of – they did a few things differently with the track prep last night being Wednesday night. So um we'll have to see how that works. But yeah, they were talking about the difference in the berm between the first two nights and last night, Casey, we're going to uh ask you if you would just hang on. We're going to put you back into the wonderful land of hold for a couple of minutes while we uh take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll pick you up on the other side, talk to you a little more. That is Casey Schmitz. We'll be back Um, with him on the other side of the break we're talking chili bowl and chili bowl continuing this evening a whole uh, other night of qualifying this is thursday night we'll have one more tomorrow before we get into what they call alphabet soup on saturday back with more after this
4: parents your son or daughter has had their license for a while now but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road
5: Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer that fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com.
0: Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety
11: Hi,
3: this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back. Motorsports madness carries on. We have our special guest still with us, Casey Schmitz. Casey, I I kind of wound us down at the end of the last segment talking about how each night has its own sort of qualifying night. And then we get to Saturday and we have what we call alphabet soup. So I want to ask you this question. You've been watching all week and then tomorrow night, as we record this, cause it'll be Friday tomorrow night, you are actually going to take to the track on your qualifying night and try to make it into the main without having to run the soup. But What is it going to be like for you, do you think, if you end up in that mess? Because, I mean, that is just like dog-eat-dog for about four hours, it feels like. And everybody's just driving their guts out. And it's almost as much luck as skill that you miss accidents in a flip count that's already up to 32.
7: I feel like if we we get stuck in it, it, like you said, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there on that track. So... We're going to fight as hard as we can, and I hope that we can, you know, put ourselves in a decent starting spot for Saturday.
1: Now that you've seen a few nights of actual qualifying and going through the motions, um, how does that, how has that sort of altered maybe the game plan that you might have had for your qualifying night tomorrow that you might have had coming into the week? A
7: lot of it's patience. A lot of it's patience in watching two cars in front of you not right in front of your front bumper so i feel like me watching this week has helped and the car's moving around from the top to the bottom you got to know when to move fast because that place is so small they can get about you fast
2: yeah casey i wanted to hit on that really beautiful look you have on the car uh this week and and something that replicates your first car that you ran in memory of uh of david Tarter there so just talk about how special that is for you
7: it's very special to me it brings tears to my eyes uh david was a big icon in my life i never really had a father figure growing up and i moved across the street from him and he's kind of who did the transition for me from motocross to uh outlaw cards so clint wilson putting that design together and that number that i first started racing with really means a lot it holds a lot over my shoulder so i feel like i really need to get out there and really try my hardest and show them what the car's capable
1: of. It is a beautiful car for sure. And it's awesome that uh, you get to do that and have that paint scheme for your first attempt at, at the, uh, the chili bowl. Um, talk a little bit about uh, your career coming up and where you'd like to go from here. I mean, are you, are you a driver who wants to kind of take the right hand turn and head to NASCAR? Or are you a driver that's really, uh, happy on the dirt and wanting more to go toward a world of outlaws or all-star kind of uh, path or usac
7: my deal would be uh you know power uh, usac and just local 360 stuff uh, around California anywhere really but i'm I'm really a dirt guy
1: I got you well that's good we need those uh, so i'm happy to hear that when you're not racing what are you uh, what are your hobbies what do you like to do?
7: I like to go out on the lake and fishing. That's very fun to me. You know, I go, ride, right? ride, Oh yeah, ride bicycles. Go to the park. Uh, a lot of it, though, between uh, my racing and work. A lot of it's spent in the garage working on our race cars.
1: Well, that's uh, not a surprise. About all
7: the free time you got. Yeah, right in the garage.
1: Well, uh, and you're you're building a. Definitely building a a quality uh, career for sure. Um, I know you can't do all of this by yourself. So uh, talk about who it is that helps you make all of this happen—sponsors, crew, anybody that you'd like to acknowledge.
7: Uh, I'd really like to acknowledge uh, Clyde Lamar Trustee. He gives the best, the best uh, outfit and cars and everything he can give. You know, it's pretty much open range. I have all the cars and. The truck and trailer at my shop and me and my girlfriend get home from racing Sunday and clean up the cars, clean the trailer, and we get right back into the week. So Clyde Lamars a big thank you for making this happen for me also, Clint Wilson for bringing me to the Chili Bowl and Ed Brown for starting my racing career. He was a big help. Obviously, I wouldn't be here if I didn't get the first opportunity I ever had, you know
1: For sure. Well, uh, Casey, it's been a pleasure to have you on Motorsports Madness tonight. We wish you all the luck in the world. Have a safe and successful Friday night qualifying night. And uh, if you need it, uh, alphabet soup on Saturday. Hope that uh, you can get into the A-Main right out of the box your first year at the Chili Bowl. We wish you great luck as you get into your regular season as well. And we definitely will keep track of you and uh, get you back on again at some point down the road. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a wonderful night. Thanks a lot. That's Casey Schmitz. Uh, it's good to have him on. And, you know, that's this is what the Chili Bowl really is all about, Peter. You've got such a mix of backgrounds and talent and experience from. Kind of all walks of it. We've even got, it seems like there's almost more NASCAR, certainly more big-name NASCAR drivers this year than we've had. Um, you know, the Chili Bowl is just so much fun for that reason because it's all everybody's paying attention to this week.
3: Of course, you have everyone from Casey Schmitz up to Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson on the yeah. same track on the same night, which you love to see. You'll to see so many different drivers from across America and the world, really. Converge on the same track for this amazing week of racing action, and I'd love to go there someday to witness all this.
2: You know what hypes me up the most about the Chili Bowl week uh, heading up and then into the the main event there is just um, how much it starts the racing season us you know it kind of really like it's the grand opening i mean there are other few things that have gone on as well but it really gets me ready because we get to the chili bowl and then we get to the rolex and then we you know we keep moving through a bunch of different events until we open nascar season but yeah like you said there's so many personalities out there on the track of the chili bowl it's become such a special special event uh over the years and and it's it's really going to be cool to see what what uh what everybody can do out there
1: well and i mentioned Alphabet soup a couple of times. For those listening who maybe don't know what I'm talking about when I say alphabet soup, you have about spaghettios.
8: You, That's what I was thinking of because yeah. they come in alphabets. Because I mean, yeah.
1: um, and there's nothing wrong with a good bowl of spaghettios. Honestly, um, look, it's it's uh, it, it, there's over 300 entries for the chili bowl. We've got to get that down to 24 cars starting the A main. So. This isn't your typical NASCAR race or IndyCar race or 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 sports car, uh, Australian supercars race or whatever where you only have X amount of cars. They all start and, you know, everybody goes racing. You get to go from 319 or whatever the heck it was this year down to 24. So it's each, they have five nights of qualifying the winner of each night guaranteed into the A-Main. Then you have the this the the series of of last chance races on saturday and often starts with like D mains or E mains or F or G mains. And if you win the F main, you go to the E main. And if you if you transfer out of the E main, you go to the, the D main. And so that's why they call it alphabet soup because you have all those letters. In front you don't, don't
2: want to get stuck in it. And you prefer not to. <laughs> no.
1: I mean, it's very difficult, guys, to... You know to come from like a, a a D or an E, even a C main. It's difficult oh. to to come because you got to get through you know the C, then go to the B and and win so finish second to B. Yeah. yeah, so it's just very very difficult um, to make this race, and so much of it is who you're in the race with. You know, it that's why a lot of these drivers, you 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 know, you heard. Uh, Jacob talked last week, a lot of these drivers, um, they the the big guys like Larson and Bell and all the, the the top guys get to pick which night they want to qualify. And they kind of all qualify on the same night every year so they, they know their competition more or less. Um, and so it's just so difficult because again, you get caught in the wrong situation and you're going to be part of the flip count and it has nothing to do with how fast you are or whether you could have made the A. It's just bad luck. So this race really is a combination of talent and timing and, and just situation. You know, you want to you avoid uh, everybody else's messes. So um, we talked about Chase Elliott earlier. Chase, one of the drivers tackling this race for the very first time, just missed the other day in his, in his qualifying night. So he's going to end up um, in the what we would call the higher portion of the alphabet soup. That's the 1st time we're going tonight, too. Nick Hoffman. Oh, yeah, Nick Hoffman he's from in tonight. Uh, the area here. Yeah, one yep. of the, uh, the dirt track racers. He's in the Rams car tonight. His teammates
8: are fast, and he's running his prelim tonight.
1: Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. But Chase, uh, Chase just missed, guys. I thought he did a tremendous job, and he had so much fun.
3: Yeah, we saw when he was running at Millbridge a couple weeks or maybe a month ago how much fun he was having going against Chase Briscoe. I think Larson was there as well. Yeah. Just seeing everything he's doing over this off season as the defending Cup Series champion, whether it's running the Snowball, the Chili Bowl this week, or the Rolex in a couple of weeks, it's really amazing to see the defending NASCAR champion just diversifying his racing portfolio so yeah. much. When he doesn't have to, he could be just sitting on a beach somewhere enjoying his free time. But no, he's giving back to the sport, trying to cross pollinate fans and series and everything. And I just love to see that.
2: Yeah, you still right what I wanted to say. I mean, how cool is that? That the, the NASCAR champion, we're talking premier series Raining. Yeah, NASCAR reigning champion. NASCAR Current. champion, yeah. yeah. Um, is out there at so many different events in the middle of everything sure. going on and uh and getting to see and fans are getting to see him all over the place. That is very, very cool. Chase Elliott's a
1: great guy. Well, and he's just having a good time. No, oh, yeah. I mean, that's it's it's not even I mean, I'm sure maybe part of it is that he wants to bring the fans over and kind of help the sport, but I think Chase is just having fun yeah, right now, and, and yeah, he wants to diversify his talents, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit, and he, I think he's having a good time with this. He said that he'd like to do more with uh, with the midgets, and um, so who knows, maybe um, you know down the road he can. But uh, certainly, a guy like Chase Elliott uh, in your field is going to draw some attention, and I think uh, he's got a good chance to make the A man out of the soup.
2: And he's got a a very good teammate there with him now, Kyle Larson.
1: Yes, he does. And uh, we'll be back with more right after this.
11: For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ag Council.
0: Hi, this is Derek Crowe, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. And, uh, of course, you don't get to be privy to the insanity that takes place during <laughs> the breaks here in the studio and the really random things that we talk about. But uh, to pineapple or not to pineapple on pizza came up. And it just made me think of a funny story about uh, the aforementioned at the top of the show, Kaz Gralla, who's running – um, some cup starts for colleague racing, including the daytona 500. Um, colleague of course uh, justin haley 's team and Kaz and Justin, we talked about earlier, being you know like a comedy team, and they used to do a lot of q and a 's together, and I hope they bring those back on Instagram because my gosh, they were hilarious and one of the um, one of the q and a 's that they did a couple of years back. I'll never forget this. The question was, "What? What's your favorite flavor of pizza?" Now, at the time that the way that that was worded didn't it didn't register with me, but of course, Justin gave a serious answer, and then Kaz said, "Well." Gosh, I don't know. I didn't know pizza came in flavors, (laughs) but but I'll just I'll just take vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like you know, it it was just it it was the way that he said it. He had this this kind of mock quizzical look on his face, and yeah, those two um, are so much alike (laughs) that it's scary. And uh, so they they really do make a good pair. And the funny thing is, is is and, and I'm not telling tales out of school because. Justin has said this uh, on our show before. Um, at first, the two of them really—I don't want to say they didn't like each other, but they really didn't care for each other. But it's like at some point they kind of just connected, mm-hmm. and and uh, and so it was uh, it was really funny. And yeah, so that should be a, a, a good time this year. But uh, in terms of the pineapple thing, yeah. no, um, no, no, correct not
3: it's, disagree more here. it's a no
2: for no, me P- and, peter likes the pineapple yeah, peter no, peter pineapple no is
1: you. uh yeah a He's,
2: nice barbecue chicken pizza with a barbecue sauce
3: yes really good
2: stuff oh no meat lovers man meat lovers meat okay, lovers. okay i'll go with the meat, meat lover. lovers the oh, more oh.
1: meat the better i'm uh, you know like remember tony Storton. and uh who was the other one? Oh, it was Tony and, and Subway's guy there, whoever whatever his name was, Jared or whoever. Yeah, and Tony kept going more meat and then it was yeah. Um that that cuz I'm, you know, kind of like some Tony. Subway today. I, did you? I did, yeah. Okay. what what's on your sub?
2: Okay. Uh We'll go there, why not? No, We're already here. Yeah, uh some salami. I'm sorry. Some uh pepperoni. I have some ham, some turkey, and bacon. I put all the meats on on and oh, some see? lettuce. Uh, a little bit of ranch.
1: Oh, okay, you lost me. See, I don't, I don't do any dressing on my. Very subs. light,
3: very light
2: ranch.
1: Yeah, I very, do. Very, very, very the light. Very
3: light ranch. That's it.
1: No dressing. My sub is is I get what they call the Subway melt. So it's turkey, bacon, lettuce, and I get cucumbers and spinach. Mm. And uh, sometimes I'll throw a white egg on it. Oh. which is really good really? and it's very yeah the the white egg is it's and it's a ton of protein yeah it's good protein um, for sure. so yeah that's my sub it's about as healthy a sub as you can have because the sauces are what make it you know all right. the, the stuff you put on top of it's what makes it bad for you so now, um,
2: is, is pineapple your favorite pizza though peter or do you just pref- do you just like it
3: uh i mean i'll eat basically any kind of pizza so but- vanilla <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean,
2: <laughs> I mean, I it.
11: Well,
1: see, and now Kaz he's had that he's had that uh, ice cream sponsor that barbecue ice cream. Yeah, hot cream, hot cream. What? Yes, yeah. You didn't know about no. hot cream? I yes spicy ice cream, spicy ice cream. Mm, yeah, know. out of uh, they're out of New England is hmm. where they're based out of, and they sponsored Kaz in a few races uh, over the years, and and Kaz was always going to bring some into the studio and never did. Man, so um, we're talking we're
2: hitting on two of my favorite subjects right now motorsports and food. I mean this couldn't yeah, get Yeah, really,
1: you were that yeah, see the, the people listening to this can't see the two of us. But, <laughs> yeah. You know we're like the linebacker this, this to this side uh, of the table linebacker is, uh... line core here. Yeah. Um yeah, Jumbo Elliott and his uh <laughs> yeah. Um we don't pass up a meal. You oh, can call no. us whatever you want just don't call us late, late for, for dinner. dinner. That's right. <laughs> that's kind of how that uh, that works right there but uh and speaking of late for dinner, the Chili Bowl we mentioned, you could watch the Chili Bowl for free on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I am pulling up the info on how you can do that here. Um it's there's a new service that's being offered here um, that is it's I think it's called Mav TV Plus. Um and I'm gonna pull it up here and so, yeah, there are three ways to watch the Saturday night coverage of the 2021 Chili Bowl. Um, you can either go to MavTV through your service provider, cable service provider, um, or you can go to Lucas Oil Racing TV, which is soon to be Mav Plus. Now, if you are an existing Lucas Oil Racing TV customer, that's digital, by the way, um, Your subscription will be extended by 60 days and transferred over to MavTV+. During this transition period, you can continue to use Lucas Oil Racing TV as you always have on all of the various places that it's on. But here's the but, and here's the good news. If you do not have an account, it doesn't matter. Lucas Oil Racing TV will be open to everyone for free for the next 60 days during the transition period for anyone to watch the Chili Bowl or any programming on Lucas Oil Racing TV with no sign-up required, okay? And here's even better news. MAV TV's Facebook page, MAV TV's Facebook page on Saturday night uh, will have streamed coverage of the Chili Bowl for free for anyone to watch. Wow! So that is some great news because... Uh, in the past you 've had to either get MaV TV, which mm-hmm. a lot of people still don 't because it 's on upper tier um, it 's it's an upper tier option Package. on a yeah. lot of uh, cable and satellite systems but uh, or you had to go to Lucas Oil Racing TV and buy the whole year, which is like one hundred bucks, mm. um, which has been great for me because I watch a lot of their mm-hmm. stuff and, and it works out but um, this certainly is a great opportunity for the people. Who uh, have never watched the Chili Bowl before? You can do it for free. Either go to Facebook and uh, go to the MAV TV Facebook page, or you can go to LucasOilRacing. I think it's Lucas Oil, I think it is Racing dot TV. Um, we'll look it up and uh, tell you at, at a little later. But um, just look up Lucas Oil Racing TV on uh, Google or your favorite uh, browser.
2: So Sir? Uh, I was going to say, so how do you like your chili then, now that we're talking about
1: Chili Bowl? <laughs> um,
2: I'm hungry, if anybody. Well,
1: but see, no. the, the question, because, because it's like when I go to a Thai restaurant and they ask, you know, how spicy do you want it? it you, you have to give them a number. So zero is obviously none. Mm-hmm. So that would be my chili, zero.
2: Really? Yeah. You don't not, like spicy? No, oh, I love spicy. I too. can't.
1: Uh, no. Well, it's not even so much. I don't like spicy. Spicy does not like me. <laughs> mm, same
2: here. Yeah. yeah. yeah my I, friend, uh, my friend Christopher has texted me and said, "Stop talking about food. You're making me hungry." So, <laughs> whoops.
1: This this segment brought to you by <laughs> Chef Tell. Uh, yes. Yeah, or Chef Boy i D. I'm not sure which, but I don't know how we got uh, got off into all that, but. Uh, <laughs> It's always entertaining, and like like uh, you said, Noah, uh, I can talk about food all night. Oh so, yeah, um, favorite meat, by the way, on the pizza is ham. Just for anyone who wants to ask, oh. but if I if I have my choice, it's chicken, bacon, and ham. Coming up after the
2: broadcast, you can find us live talking about food <laughs> on <laughs> yeah, Twitter. The,
1: the food show <laughs> is coming up next, is uh, where that goes. But uh, yeah, so the chili bowl again this week. It should be a great race. And then, as you said, you. You know, we basically go we start thinking about Speed Weeks, which, again, for those of you outside of the country, Speed Weeks is pretty much anything that races on the Saturday night short tracks here runs somewhere in Florida during the month of February and runs really big shows for a lot of money. So dirt, pavement, um, everything is there. All of the big national series in terms of NASCAR, ARCA. Um, IMSA, of course, for the 24, um, lots of good stuff coming up here. And, uh, it seems like once chili bowls over with it's on, um, and, and it just doesn't stop until we get almost to the Christmas season again. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about, um, speed weeks in general. Okay. I'm going to get away from the Daytona. I'm going to exclude the Daytona 500 because that's everybody's. Uh, I think pick for if, you, if you're if you waiting with bated breath for one race, what would it be? Um, so, ex- with the exception of the Daytona 500, that's not an option here. Peter Strada, what is your favorite race of any part of Speed Weeks?
3: If I can't say the 500, I'm going to say the 250. I love the trucks on Daytona. I was there for the truck race last year and the pack race they have. Really? Cool. Yeah, we, oh, we okay. were both in Daytona last year. That was a fun time. I'm jealous. Yeah, hoping it can happen again, but we'll Not see. Not the start that. of it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was another story for another two-hour <laughs> show. But <yeah.
1: laughs> We've only got three minutes left.
3: Right. Well, anyway, the truck package right now on Super Speedways is arguably the best package NASCAR has in any series. And just the fact that Jordan Anderson almost won that race last year is just the latest in so many highlight moments from that race. And I just love the trucks on any Super Speedway.
2: Yeah, I love the duels. Um, I'm not gonna pick it. Uh, it would have been what I pick. I'm gonna go away from NASCAR, but I do love the duels. I'll say that. I love seeing uh, all the Cup guys strapping in, going around the the big track, not the road course that they'll do in the Clash, um, and and setting the field. But I'm gonna say the Rolex 24. I love that event every single year. I try to stay up as long as I can to watch ask it. it. You, I, I try. Yeah. I do, and maybe I fall asleep for a couple hours. I'll wake myself up. I will always see the start and the finish. It's one of my most favorite events because at that point you know that we're very close to the, the NASCAR season starting. Um and, and just that prestigious event in itself is so much fun for me to watch and try to stay up and follow along because so much happens, especially when it rains. I mean that's that's some interesting uh stuff when it rains. So uh that's one of my favorite favorite things about Speedweeks.
1: You want to jump in
8: there? Yeah, I like Volusia. I think when they go out there and they run the sprint cars on Volusia and then they put the modifieds out there and they run it for a complete week and those guys run the same car for seven days unless they get into a crash, I think that's awesome just how those guys can work like that for seven days at the same place and and go out there and run that car like that. And then at the end of it all, uh, crown a champion and hand them a gator.
1: Well, that's kind of a, I I love the the dirt part of it too. And I also love the pavement short track with the late models and the modifies at new Smyrna. And it's the same kind of thing. You're doing a, you know, a six or seven day grind and um, it's a lot. It is a lot, but I also enjoy the Rolex 24. And much like Noah, I do try to, I'm a night owl anyways. So I usually Mm -hmm. make it till maybe two or so. And then I, I just fall asleep, and it's fine. I don't fight it. But um, what I can't believe is that last year at the Rolex, Roger Penske stayed up for the entire 24 hours.
3: Mm. You see, yeah, I want to know what his trick was. Was yeah. he just, like, downing Monster Energies or 5-Hour Energies he, or oh. He's,
1: like, 80. I know. Like, That's how insane. did he do that? Well, and he was at the track. It wasn't like he was, you know— in his hotel room or, you know, hanging on the couch, he was in the on the pit box for I most can't, of that.
2: I can't even imagine it. I've run some iRacing 24-hour races, and I've stayed up the whole time to make sure there's always somebody extra there with the car. Yeah. And by the 24th hour, I mean, I was, like, disoriented. I could, <laughs> I, I was not even forming sentences. Um, <laughs> now, I was in my home, but, you know, not at a racetrack with cars that are super loud. But still, nevertheless, staying up that amount of time for a nineteen-year-old is hard enough.
1: <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah, it was really I. I just couldn't believe he actually made the whole 24, but I love the diversity of that race. The drivers from the different series that come in and and run with the road course guys and and the different classes and such. Uh, And we'll have more conversation about that as it gets closer for sure. Um, Because I know Jacob's going to have some things to talk about with regard to that race as well. I know how much he enjoys it. He'll be back of course uh, next week. He's at the chili bowl right now uh, doing his work. So more of the
4: show.
2: But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a Cupgoat. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force.
3: Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show.
1: This final segment being brought to you by Hall's Coffee Drops. Yes, <laughs> Ricola. Oh, okay. my uh, Yeah, we've got just uh, about a minute and a half left or so. And uh, looking at the feature lineup for tonight's uh, qualifying night at the Chili Bowl, Christopher Bell, who, if you missed it at the top, won his qualifying heat race by five seconds. Um is starting fourth in the feature. So I'm going to quickly take a poll here in the studio. Peter, on what lap does Chris Bell take the lead from fourth starting spot? He has Spencer based in Brady Bacon and Steve Buck Walter in front of him.
3: I like alliteration, so he'll take the lead from starting fourth on lap four.
1: Noah.
8: Uh lap two. Two for Noah. Melick. Uh well, I'll split him down the middle. Let's go three. Okay,
1: three for LKL. Give you a five or a one. Uh, I'll take a one. Chris Bell gets the lead by the end of lap one, and he's gone. Bye-bye. Um, and Savannah, wins his can we buy a vowel? Yeah, can we buy a vowel? They they, <laughs> they definitely need a vowel tonight to run with that, that boy. Um, so it'll be interesting. Again, I hope you all get to watch it. Uh, if you can possibly do it wherever you are uh, in the U.S., outside of the U.S., across the world, Tune in to the Chili Bowl on Saturday. Again, if, you ha- if you're if you on Facebook, just go to MAV, N-A-V, MAV TV's Facebook page. You can watch it for free, or you can go on the web to uh, lucasoilracing.tv and um, get it for free on there as well. No sign-up required. It is absolutely an incredible uh, race to watch. So with that, the show is over. Thanks for listening. We wish all of you a great week. See ya.
0: The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.